Hello and welcome again to the Deserve Podcast. Uh, my name is Pat Charles Ivanola. I'm managing editor of the Deserve Magazine. And as always, across the table and at the other mic, I have our founder and CEO of Retirement Architecture, Brett Sasso. So, Brett, it's been a it's been a while since we've done a podcast. Where were you? Where yeah, the hell, I know. Have you been, I know. Man? I've had you know I've got a, a group of people that I talk to on a regular basis. I, I call them clients, even though they're not my my actual clients, but they're. I consider them more than just, you know, people that, that responded to our TV commercial. I've, I've had many meetings with them, and I uh, one asked me the other day, he goes, hey, did you, you guys stop doing podcasts? I go, no, 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 we didn't stop doing podcasts. And I told him, I said, hey, I've got a, I've got a big backyard wedding coming up on July 17th. My daughter's getting married. Um, Congratulations. And, man. and man, did she ask for some big things. You know, we're <laughs> building this amazing uh, room of lights, which I'm, I'm building myself. So I put in... Uh, I had to put six cedar trees in the ground, not like planting Christmas trees. These are logs. They're like telephone poles, and they're 15 feet. I put them three feet in the ground, uh, steel cabled between them. It's going to all be draped with lights. It's going to be amazing. It's going to absolutely be amazing. But I told her, I said, you might be getting a new husband and losing your dad at the same time because you're <laughs> killing me. So anyhow, I'm getting close. So I've been uh, I've been working a little bit off schedule. I don't come in till 10 in the morning. I get up, you know, 5:15 every day. I'm outside working. This morning I built a, a 12 foot long power cord that can plug 12 lights in, and I mean just crazy stuff. But I'm having a lot of fun because you guys know my background is building construction, yeah. and I I have all the tools and I got the shop and. But at 100 degrees, it's not fun to build anything outside. I've also seen you rolling up your sleeves and you're back on the calls with a lot of clients. Uh, yeah, you know what? That's I think everyone should do that. You, sometimes you get into a, you know, I don't want to say a rut, but it kind of was a rut where I was worrying more about business stuff. And I, I knew that getting back and talking to the baby boomers that we attract is really important. And I do anywhere between two and three a day. And I try mm -hmm. to do that every day during the week. And I learn a lot. I learn a lot about, you know, the psychological things, right? So Dr. Terrence O'Dean, we learned so much oh, from man, him. Great interview. But man, I'm ready to go and get my PhD on, on, you know, on people being, what's the word? How do I want to say this? I have found that more people have a tougher time moving to safe while they're in risk. It's almost like you're saying to somebody, hey, there's a lot of sharks in the water where you're swimming. I got this swimming pool over here. It's clean water and there's, there's no sharks and you're welcome to come swim in my pool. And they go, Oh yeah. Well, if I could just grab a few more lobsters before yeah, I get is, out of this, this pool. is fine over here and those sharks, they don't bite. And, but that's what I kind of see us going through is people are, they're so comfortable in what they've been doing in their, all their accumulation years that they are very challenged with the change to go to safe. And I, I don't get it yet. I'm really I'm actually going to start calling some people back now and saying, okay, help me out with this. I think I'm going to write a book. Why, why are you afraid of safe? <laughs> what is it exactly about safe? Is it opportunity? And we prove people have plenty of money. We know they don't need the money. So is it, is it just safe? Is it just not exciting? You know, yeah, it's losing money. Just Terrence was a great expert. Really he, that, hard that, to get. That podcast was really good. If you want to understand uh, human investment behavior, please listen to that podcast. But we also have another expert. Today. Yeah, I'm really excited today. So I've, I've met the today's guest. Um, it's probably about three months now that he and I have been kind of talking and uh, I've got a lot of respect for him. His name is Stephen Way. He's out of, uh, he's just southwest of Cleveland in Ohio. 
we're actually trying to figure a place where we can meet because, you know, I started saying, hey, listen, if I'm going to come visit you, I've got to drive to JFK two hours. I got to be there two hours early. You don't know if they're going to bump you. Right now, mm-hmm. they have so many people trying to fly that they're bumping. There was a lady on, on the news this morning who said they keep canceling her flight in Denver because of weather. Everybody's back traveling. She goes, what the hell is she talking about weather? It's 100 degrees everywhere <laughs> in the country. Where is there a weather problem? You know, it's nice and cool and clear up above where the planes fly. But they're just using that standard, oh, you know, it's a weather problem or whatever, because they've been canceling flights. Right. They don't have enough pilots to fly right. the planes. So, you know, and I talked to Stephen, and, uh, you know, we're going to say hi to him. He's definitely connected right now. I see the light on on the board there, Ant. We, um, you know, we're trying to find a point where we can drive, because if I can avoid two hours down to JFK, two hours in customs and all the, uh, not customs, but, you know, TSA, mm-hmm. and then hopefully getting a flight and then doing the same thing on the other side. So we're trying to find that middle point. And he's like me, he's a, he's a, you know, a warrior. He says, Hey, you tell me where you tell me what time and I'll be there. So anyhow, Stephen, I, I want to welcome you to the podcast. It's the deserve podcast and uh, really looking forward to a, just an unscripted conversation with you. I find you and your business model fascinating. And I think it's something that, uh, you know, I think you and I are going to have a pretty bright future. So thanks for coming and uh, joining us today. Brett, I appreciate you having me, and I'm looking forward to it very much. Well, you know, I, I, uh, I have to say that I've met a lot of financial people in the last three years in this business. At one point, we had about 700 advisors around the country that we were hoping could help us with our with the people that were responding to the TV commercial. And unfortunately, I found that a lot of them just were not they didn't just, they might've had their, their badge and their license, but they really weren't doing the job that we needed them to do. And when I found you and Paragon Tax, man, you just started hitting on all the right buttons. So can you tell us and our listeners a little bit about Paragon and your particular business model? Sure. Um, Paragon has actually two divisions. We have uh, the tax prep side where we have CPAs, uh, EAs that are doing the accounting work or doing the tax prep work. But we have another division uh, that's uh, Paragon Tax Planners. And uh, we've got a group of uh, CPAs, um, CFP. Um, their, their main goal is looking at not only looking at the history of what someone's taxes have been, but looking at the future. People don't realize today, Brett, that you know, between now and December 31st of uh, 2025, you know, the 12% brackets where it is, but in, in you know, in 2026, uh, the 12% bracket is going to go to 15 and the 22% bracket is going to go to 25. And a lot of people don't understand how to create tax-free income for themselves. And what we do, Brett, is, and that's why I'm so excited to be with you because I've talked to you know, a lot of the prospects and your clients and they, they get it. Um, you know, we believe that the tax piece is one of the most important, uh, you know, the starting point to have a really good plan to, to really see and help people understand, okay, now is a perfect time to create tax-free income. And so, then just to add to that real quick, Brett, or sorry, rough you, but add to that, is that what happens is, is that when people take their required, you know, mandatory distributions from their IRAs and they're making more than $44,000 a year of provisional income, then up to 85% of their Social Security is taxable. So, Brett, we put a plan together that helps people, you know, helps people understand why they need to do tax planning, why they need safe money, 
to help them to understand what their you know life expectancy looks like and, and how much money they're going to have and and how can they save money in taxes into retirement. So that so obviously we're we speak that language here, right? We've been doing that since day one with our blueprints. Everything you talk about is is why we got along so well on our first phone call because we realized the importance of that. But what you said in that, I I, I think is really important. We just did a um, I was helping Brian Nicolazen on a on a conversation with a person and he brought that up. And what we did is we actually had two of the uh, what we called our tax cuts and jobs act tax calculator, which basically takes people through the different margins and ends up with an effective rate. And then we we did what you just said. We fast forward to the end of this current tax program, which which is called the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. It is a Trump era uh, tax policy, which I think will largely survive the Biden administration. It doesn't sound like Biden is going to try to change anything. He sure as heck won't lower it, I don't believe. But I don't think he's going to raise it because that's one of the things that he keeps saying. Hopefully, you know, he, he remembers this promise that he's actually saying he's not going to raise the taxes on the middle class. He's just going to go out and scalp the uh, the higher earners. And, and I think it's it's a dangerous policy. But what we did when we ran that is the same thing you just said. We, we have CPAs out there, Stephen, who are the problem. I hate to say it that way. There are tax, there are CPAs that have a certain level of arrogance. You probably know because you're working with them inside your own company, but they really have a high regard for their their way of thinking when it comes to taxation. And for the most part, They've, they've spent their entire career helping people not pay tax. But now when we bring to them a recommendation that we put together in one of the blueprints and we say, listen, this is a good time to do a Roth conversion. And they say, whoa, 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 whoa. Huh, you're not going to be paying taxes on You're not going into that 24% margin. You're out of your mind. You're going to pay way too much in tax. And then we, we help show someone that by doing that, that 24 goes away at the end of 2025. And it's really replaced by 28, right? When you go into the old numbers. So let's talk a little bit about that. Let's talk a little bit about Tax Cuts and Jobs Act and why this opportunity is there, yet so many tax planners have missed the conversation. Why do you think that happens? Well, it's just like you said, that most CPAs or EAs, they're they're historians and they're very cautious. They they don't want to make a mistake, and uh, you know I, I fully respect that. Um, what happens is is that you have to have a CPA or, or you know a tax planner that understands that is comfortable looking at the future, looking at okay, is it better to draw Social Security at you know for retirement age? Or do they need to get 8% simple interest at 70? Can they take money from their required minimum distributions and melt it down, you know, and, and create tax-free income during that period? Is there survivor benefits? And then another thing is here is to talk about the, uh, you know, Job Act, the SECURE Act. You know, today, and I'll give an example of my daughter, you know, my state, my IRA, my deferred comp plan. My daughter could take a life expectancy before this year. She could take a, if I, me and my wife died, she could take a required minimum distribution out over her life expectancy, over her lifetime. Well, today, if me and my wife pass away, that IRA money has to come out in 10 years. And what do you, so do you right, think, Stephen, do you think that 10 years is a, is a, a stopping point to elimination? Do you? Because here's my thinking, and I actually called this. I, I called this for a wonderful client that I have, and I don't have that many that are my own private clients, but I have a client 
And I told her, I said, it was on Obama's desk. He was going to get rid of that stretch IRA. And you can bet that if there's any transition in government, well, it didn't even take the Biden administration. They did that with the SECURE Act. They they used that as part of the pork in, the, in getting the government funded. They snuck that in there and, and they eliminated that stretch IRA. Do you think that that's it? Or do you think that that's possibly a five-year or, or even potentially eliminated? What, what's your personal, and I know it's an opinion. I'm not asking for anything more than that. I, I think what has happened is right now is that when you look at the baby boomer generation, you're in one of the largest wealth transfer in history. And I think with what has taken place over the years, uh, with the, you know the administration that's going back and forth in office, I think right now that they're coming in to tax people's hard-earned money. I mean, you know, our country was built on blood, sweat, and tears of people that are savers. And most people today have got, you know, a lot of money in their qualified accounts. So right now, if they can get that tax money within that 10-year period, they can generate a lot of revenue, a lot of tax revenue for the federal government. I think the changes have been made, Brett to be able to get more money in taxes than ever before. And I, and I the, think it's a pattern. Do you believe that that pattern is going to be expanded? If, if in fact, what you're saying, and, and I'll add a piece to that, and I say it to a lot of folks that I talk to, if you've got a deal, so let's face it, for those people out there sitting with a million, two million in deferred comp, you have got a partner in Uncle Sam. There is absolutely no question about it that that money, you will never put that money in your pocket or your family's pocket without giving the government its due. If I've got a partner and our business is doing the best it's ever done, which is where we are at the markets right now, we hit another historic high in the NASDAQ. Uh, I think the uh, the Dow had a little stumble, but not much yesterday. And, and the S&P was up again. We're all at historic highs. Isn't that when you'd want to settle up? If you were the tax guy, isn't this when you want to settle up with your partner? Like, wouldn't you rather get a percentage of the mountain, you know, the growth that we've had than push it off later? So I, I agree with you. I do think that the government is, well, they just said, what was the number? 80,000 new IRS employees to go out and audit all the hardworking Americans here because they need more money. You don't expand the IRS unless you're planning on going out and, and banging on every door of every private business person or every baby boomer trying to figure out where the money is. That's what they're doing. Absolutely. Yes, sir. So, Stephen, let me ask you a question. Do, do you train your CPAs and, and tax preparers to, to look at getting out and taking that, you know, paying Uncle Sam off now? Yeah. How did, you, how did you get your CPAs on board? How did, what, what did you have to do to get these guys to buck the trend that they did right. their whole life? How do you get these guys well, to be looking a little bit more futuristic? Well, I go out and I, uh, over the years, I've given CE. Uh, we, we launched a program right now with National Life to give CE credits to CPAs. And so I went out and I looked for certain CPAs that had the mindset that I could show them, okay, this you're doing the tax prep work, which is fine, but your clients and our clients need more help. They need to understand their taxes. So what we do is when we're working with our clients, we put together what we call a tax smart second opinion. It's a blueprint. comes right from your blueprint, Brett. Brett. And what happens is this the blueprint, along with our tax plan, shows the CPAs in black and white, shows the client how prudent it is to go ahead and pay a little tax. Because you got to remember, clients today have never really heard that. They've seen it on the social media and, and different things. But Wall Street's not talking. The TV's not talking about 
go ahead and pay a little tax today because you're going to be paying a whole lot more later, which is what you were talking about. So when we go in and put a tax smart second opinion together for our clients, our CPAs are looking at the data. They're not getting hyped up on, you know, a sales process or anything. They're looking at the data and they're saying, okay, I can really see it is beneficial to this client because they got a million, million and a half, two million dollars of IRA money. They need to convert to tax-free income because later, if they don't, they may go to a 30, 32% tax bracket to where if we start doing conversions, man, we can keep them maybe in a 25. Then I did one the other day, and then I'll close with this, is that I had a client the other day had 450000 in an IRA. I showed, now, this client doesn't need a lot of income. Not everybody's situation this way, but what I did was was show her that if she creates tax-free income, she doesn't want any money from this. She wants it to go to her kids. Mm-hmm. I, I showed her that, okay, let's take this R&D money now, this IRA money, convert it to Roth conversions over the next eight years. And then when you retire and you reach you know, 70, 72, you will not have to take out required minimum distributions and none of your social security is going to be taxable. So our tax plans show that from your blueprint, it shows the CPAs, okay, this is a prudent plan because all of our tax plans are put together by CPAs or EAs. Someone that is licensed to give tax advice is looking at it and putting together that information for us, Brett. So I think that's really important because the, you know, the fiduciary, they throw that around all the time now in the, in the finance side of, you know, if I'm managing your money, I'm your fiduciary by law. Every Ken Fisher commercial talks about it like, you know, what were they doing before that, right? Before it became a law, did they not have a fiduciary? I mean, a fiduciary is a moral obligation as well as, well as a legal obligation. But does a CPA have that same fiduciary? Is, is it a requirement of a CPA to always try to do what's in the best interest of the client? Absolutely. And they are dead set on it, too. I mean, my partner, George Elias, I work with Claude Chirillo. Jeffrey, our tax planners here, is in my office uh, directly. You know, we have we have about 20,000 uh, total tax returns done through our platform. We have other CPAs that are outside of us. But here in my office, these gentlemen, they they – they spend their time looking in making sure that those tax plans are prudent for those clients. Absolutely. And it's, it's real nice to have someone who's looking at it from a historic, like you said, it's, it's a paradigm shift, even for the CPAs, because most of them, I mean, they got high fives from their clients when they saved them money, not paying money to the IRS, but now it's kind of a flip on the distribution side. And I got to tell you, it, it's one of the hardest conversations. Maybe it's not that hard of a conversation. It's the hardest conversation for people to actually act upon. And I've got really smart people, and I talk to them quite often, and I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's that fear of missing the next growth. Uh, I'm not sure what it is when it comes to this idea of safe money. You've mentioned a couple times tax-free money, safe money. These are all words that we use every day here. Do you experience people having that, that, you know, that, that paralysis, I call it paralysis by analysis. They just can't seem to act on a strategy, but they don't know why. Like if they had to sit down and write a paper as to why they're not acting on something that's so logical, they don't know, they wouldn't be able to write it. Do you experience a lot of that in your business right now? Or, or are you 
Have you found the magic way to get people to understand safe is good? Uh, what are you experiencing? Well, I'm experiencing exactly what you said. It takes a it takes a relationship. It takes us time to communicate with our clients to help them to understand that when you're doing Roth conversions or you have IRA money that you need to take distributions, one of the things that's important that I love about your blueprint is that it talks about the sequence of returns. So when you get into the tax planning, having money safe, having a portion of those assets safe that you're paying the taxes, but you're not experiencing the drawdowns of the market, and then helping people understand, okay, you've got your fixed expenses here of 70, 80,000 a year. That's fine. Take a little safe money, take a little money from, from the market, put it where it's safety, pay your fixed expenses for the rest of your life, and then go ahead and have some money in the market to, you know, those returns. But a lot of people today, Brett, they don't understand the safety, what the safe, the products out there that are safe that give people the, you know, the returns. We locked in a rate yesterday after six months and, and, and it had to be an annuity, but the client got 10.5% on their money. Now, the next six months, if the money's safe. If it goes up, it, we capped it off at like 14%. And if it goes down and drops below 10.5%, their gains lock in. But when you so look when, at so when you say So when you say the gains lock in, they basically have no downside, right? They basically only have upside. But the upside does have a cap, but there's no downside at all. So you never have to watch your money go low, below low, below zero, and then wait for it to come back up before you get growth again. You basically are talking about establishing that no loss line. Is that correct? That is correct. And that's what you want to do your Roth conversions with. And we can show that our CPAs from your blueprint run a sequence of returns. They show the taxes. They show what happens in a 10-year period if the market drops 20%, what happens to that Roth money. Once I have this conversation, because our, our conversation is a it's an educational sales process is what it is. We're bringing people in to talk to us, but we're educating them on um, you know topics that they've never really heard about. They understand a little bit of it, but they really don't understand the depth of it because their CPAs, or tax planners have never had these conversations with them. So when we're talking about safe money, when we're talking about the taxes, we're talking about, you know, taking some money and putting it into a safe place, but still having some money if someone wants it in the market, they're still getting a good return. Most people don't want to feel like today to have your money safe. And with treasuries today at 1.48, 1.5, you know, getting someone 10% on their money you know, that safe money is unheard of. People and, and just don't understand even, that. Even if it's every other year, that's what I was trying to say. Based on how I've seen these indexing products operate, you almost want a bad year after a good year because you lower your new set point. This is something a lot of people struggle with understanding. So let's say you got people that are getting 14, 15%, albeit the, the S&P might be up 35% this year and you're getting a percentage of it, whatever that may be. But the beauty of a down market is when you go below zero, you might as well hope it goes lower because that lower is going to drag down your new set point because these are considered point to point often where whatever you whatever you set your your starting point at, let's say if you did it today, you would start at today's and let's use the S&P. The S&P is closed today and you, you get this product. That's your number. Well, if you bet that the market's going to go down by next year, then these are the only play in town because you'll you'll go to zero, but your new set point will go down as far as the market goes. 
And if that's the case, you get to ride it back up to zero where other people are waiting to grow their first penny back getting above zero. You start getting it at the first click above zero or above the new set point, right? Isn't that the idea of, of how these indexing products work, Stephen? Yes, sir, it is. And that brings us back to the blueprint of it. Show you, you know, of your blueprint showing the sequence of returns. People need to understand, okay, what happens to the market? It's not the average of the market that people really are concerned with or need to know about. It's the growth of someone's money. And when you look at the S and P, and you look at the, the fluctuations of the market all these years, has the market been good? Absolutely. But when you look at these fluctuations and what's taking place. People are not averaging what they really think they are on their money. So what we do is we put together a comprehensive plan that shows the taxes, it shows the safe money, it shows the market asset classes, and we put together a comprehensive plan for people. That that's I don't want to say childlike, but it's 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 micro down to a real simple level that the clients can understand, and it makes them feel comfortable because they understand that they're saving money in taxes. They're mitigating risk with some safety, but yet they're still got a little money in the market growing. And it's a, it's a great plan, Brad. And what you're doing is for the baby boomers, as far as I'm concerned, is absolutely remarkable. And I hate that Wall Street doesn't teach what you're teaching because when you look at the math, just look at the math, what you're doing, Brad, is absolutely one of the greatest things for our clients that could be done. Well, I, I, I greatly appreciate that. And sometimes I, I feel like Don Quixote and the windmills because it is such a big effort to try to, you know, we can get a lot of people interested. And like I said, I've got I've got a test group and I wanted it to be 100. I've got about 30 right now. I have 42, I think they told me this morning. These are actual people around the country that we didn't have anyone in the locale for. So, you know, I've got somebody up in Wisconsin, a guy in Minnesota. I've got people that I've, I've, I've formed relationships with. I actually know them. I, I, I care about them. I, I told one guy, I said, hey, you know, you mentioned that swimming pool. I got a guy in, in, out by you, as a matter of fact, Stephen. He's in Ohio, and he's got a couple natural gas wells on his property, and he gets free gas. And, and he, he's got an in-ground pool. We were talking about our backyards. I got a big in-ground pool. He's got one. And he says, yeah, but I can run my heat. He goes, I steam my neighbors out in the winter. He goes, I keep that heater running. I said, well, you know what? I'm, I'm trying to get out to see a friend that's you, who I'm, I was talking to him about. I said, and if I come out that way, I want to come visit. And he goes, well, you bring your trunks because you're coming to my house. I, I want you to, to be treated like a, a, you know, a member of the family and, and have a dip in the pool. And I said, all right, I'll, I'll consider that. But uh Stephen, what, what I'm excited about, and, and you and I have been talking, so I, I open this podcast by saying that you and I are talking about doing something. I've been hard-pressed to find enough talent from coast to coast, from north to south, that can help all the people that respond. Uh, we slowed down our TV commercial because we have 60,000, 70,000 people who were interested in trying to figure this out. And the talent pool that I've been able to find just, Number one, they, they either they don't have a big enough operation where they can go and, and invest in and work with people for months. They're always looking for a quick hit. But you're willing to step up, you and Paragon and your network. And I, and I know there's like a quote unquote, I'm, I'm using air quotes right now for anybody listening. You know, your, your franchise idea is that you believe that there should be a Paragon office in every major city where every baby boomer can go in and work face to face. And I understand the importance of that. 
But you're telling me that if I go back and start pressing hard on, on the advertising and getting the word out, that Paragon is going to be able to help us out in all the markets where I don't have a, you know, already a great advisor. Is that really the case? Is that what we're going to do? Absolutely. And I've got whatever financial advisor you have, I've got CPAs that I'll partner them with. Um, I do have a network of course of uh, financial advisors and CPAs. So yes, sir, what you're saying is correct. And I talked to a couple of guys in the industry and Tony Wilson's a good friend out of uh, ORG. And I know you do some work with ORG and uh, Tony said, you know, Stephen was a pretty big hitter at one point. He's, he's a guy that can get it done. So, uh, you know, I don't know all about how big you made your business and how successful you were. I know that you you were going to go uh, retire early, but you just can't find it in you to, to quit working. I think, you know, the opportunity, and I agree that there's a calling right now for people like you and me, we're baby boomers, that we should step up to our calling and try to help as many baby boomers as we can avoid the historic look back of when they should have retired and the fact that they may never be retired if they try to play, you know, this market the way so many of them seem to be doing it. So going forward, it sounds like Paragon is going to be the way that I can confidently go out and and bring another 50,000 people in and say, yes, we have the ability to get you a good tax analysis. We have a great way of creating safe buckets of money the blueprints we developed, Paragon is now using, which I'm thrilled. I am so happy to know that that your team found what we built uh, both useful and and actually, you know, uh, a good way to talk and explain things to people. So today we're saying that we look like we got to go forward. Paragon and and retirement architecture are going to fill every nook and cranny in the United States so that uh, we can we can get out and do as much of this as possible. And I have also promised I'm going back out on the, the seminar road uh, in the fall. And I think this is just going to make it perfect. So uh, we're about at our limit. I try to make these podcasts about 30 minutes. I, I personally like 30 minute podcasts. So we, we try to do that, but I, I want to thank you, Stephen. I know how busy your day is. Uh, I'm thrilled that, that you and I've have achieved to where we are now i'm telling in all disclosures you know we're still getting all our our bows tied up around this thing but uh i've, I've been working with uh, newsmax quite honestly my buyer is talking to newsmax about a longer contract and maybe even getting us some in-studio uh, appearances to talk through one of their hosts about what we're doing as as a project out there so I think with Paragon, I'm ready to get back in the saddle once this wedding is is done and I clean my backyard up. I'm going in full force for that uh, September, October, November. I plan on doing as much, I, I plan on making as much noise for the baby boomer as I can. Um, and I, I love the fact that I'm going to have a big partner that can help us where we have all these, these empty spots, all these empty markets. So Stephen, I really do appreciate you and your team and uh, the relationship that we've been able to put together, I think, is going to be one that's going to help thousands. And I don't, I'm not being dramatic here. We will help thousands of people, baby boomers, capitalize, and that's what they've got to they've got to learn how to capitalize. Don't forget us Generation Xers here. Yeah, we wait for you guys to turn into old people like us. You know, I, 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 I got that question asked by me one time, Stephen. I was out talking to some uh, big big shots at Mass Mutual, and they said, well, "What are you doing for the?" What are you doing for the Gen Xers and what are you doing for the millennials? And I said, I'm waiting for them to get old. <laughs> I said, I have no interest in working with young people because they got the world ahead of them. I have to help people pack their bags and enjoy retirement. 
And uh, I don't want to get in the way of the young people. Let them figure it out. You know, right now there's plenty of baby boomers that worked real hard and they need this extra help. And, uh, and I'm committed to it. I love what I do every day. The best part of my day is when I get to talk to people that are trying to figure it out and like our blueprints. And I hope Paragon can help triple, quadruple or whatever the, the effort that we have going on. So I thank you, Stephen, and, and all the people at Paragon for uh, jumping on board with us. We appreciate you guys. Very much. Thank y'all. Thanks, Stephen. Thanks, Stephen. All right. So that was a uh, that's a great partner that we're now going to be able to start connecting some of you out there with. We also have obviously 100, 200 really good advisors around the country that have the same type of uh, tools in their tool chest. Uh, but I think the Paragon relationship is going to open this back up big time for us. So. Uh, thank you to Stephen Way for taking that time. Pat Charles for being the intermediary. And Anthony, who's sliding the numbers on the board as we speak. So, uh, Brett Sasso, thank you for attending the Deserve podcast. Look forward to having you check out the next episode. Remember, we got webinars twice a month, live webinars. Deserve really, Magazine. Really, and Deserve Magazine. Hey, thanks, everybody, for listening. Hey, this is Pat Charles Avanella, Managing Editor of Deserve Magazine. Thanks again for listening and make sure you subscribe to Deserve Podcast and go visit DeserveMagazine.com.